Welcome, everybody, to the Monday Night Call. Everything is so good. We're getting through this month of December, and everything is just awesome. And I'm, you know, it seems like the theme of the day is sticking to it in grit. You know, a lot of people come into this business and they think, oh, this is going to be so easy. I can start my own business for like 160 bucks, and then I'm going to be a royal crown diamond and I'm going to make lots of money and I don't need to do anything to get there, especially work on myself. <laughs> and uh, what I mean by that is, you know, this business is so interesting because it will any it will reveal to you anything that you need to work on. You know, if you're even if you're super successful and you're a VP of whatever company or you own something, you've had great success in the past, you could come into Young Living or network marketing in general and whatever stuff you need to work on just comes up. And then we have to constantly work on things. And people can have their breakthroughs really fast and sometimes people take months to get breakthroughs and sometimes people will grow really fast and then they'll get stuck for a little bit and have to have a breakthrough so they can get to the next rank or I mean this business is so interesting but always remember when you are stuck you got to look at a few things and I say this all the time one is the first thing to look at is are you doing enough are you working your business consistently every day to some degree a little bit, a lot of bit, every day. Whatever you can do, just do it consistently. If you can do a couple days a week, you go with that. <laughs> you know, so long as it's consistently consistent no matter what you can do. So are you doing enough if you're stuck? The second thing is, are you doing it correctly? Uh, sometimes we aren't doing things correctly. You know, we're saying the, you know, we're doing a class and we have people over and we never ask for the sale at the end. You know, we just invite them and say, great, that was fun. Thanks, everybody, and you don't ask for the sale. I mean, that would be something maybe you need to improve on. And the third thing is maybe you need to have a mental breakthrough (laughs) where you look at what's going on with you and your beliefs and where you're at, and maybe some things inside of us need to grow and have those types of breakthroughs. So that's a personal growth thing. And those typically are the three reasons why people either do amazing or they get a little stuck and they need to work on things. So it's kind of what just seems to be happening today um, is the theme, is, is what we're just talking about. So real quick here, let me talk about the specials. We have some really, really good specials I just want to cover again for this month because we have another 400 PV level promotion, which I think is outstanding, especially to get what I'm going to talk about here. So 100 PV, right? The 100 (laughs) PV is – if you're on Essential Rewards, you get a 5 mil of Lemongrass Vitality. If you're on the 190, you get that plus. If you're on Essential Rewards, you get a 15 mil of Pine. And just the regular order part is the 5 mil of Joy. For 250, you get all of that and a 5 mil of White Angelica, which is pretty special because you can't really even get that. You can get it on mm-hmm. your Essential Rewards, but this month you can get it free, right? It's <laughs> so good. Love that one. Um, and then what? It is so good. It is such a good one. We can use to help us strengthen our energy field, protect us from negative whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And then 
300 PV, we get a 5 mil of gathering, which is one of my ultimate favorite blends. A lot of people are not too familiar with that one, but it helps us gather many things. It can help you gather your thoughts. It can help you gather resources to complete a mission or a task. You know, if people are trying to achieve a rank or trying to grow their business or trying to accomplish whatever, gathering is a great oil to assist with that. And then for 400 PV, you get all of that plus, the D. Gary Young World Leader in Essential Oils book, which is a gorgeous book that everybody oh must have. Yeah, no kidding. So how do you use it, Maris? Do you the use book? it or just read it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, I keep it out on my coffee table because I love sharing it with other people when they come over because it's beautiful. Pictures are beautiful. Um, but I just yeah, – I, I, I know parts of the story that just ties it all together so beautifully. Mm, yes. You know, people want to know the story behind Young Living and the roots and the foundation. And even as long as I've known the Youngs, and I went through it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I learned even quite a bit, even after seeing presentation after presentation of Gary talking about his history. Yeah. Truly amazing. And then on Mm -hmm. top of that, a 15 mil of frankincense, you guys. I mean, like, it doesn't get better than that. No. We can always use more frankincense. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. It's so, so incredibly good. But uh, So that's the specials for this month, which we have another, what, 20 days to get? Actually, 21 days to get, to be exact. So get on that. Share that special. We have a very, very set, a special set of promos this month, especially with that 400 PV tier level. And if you're new to this call or you would like to listen to the rebroadcasts, we have them on SoundCloud if you have an app on your phone for SoundCloud. I think Android people have that. And then on iTunes, it is, I think, Diamond Factory. You have to search Diamond Factory so you can find this stuff. And then we are going to be making a very special announcement in the next couple days. Monty has been working on something. You guys will be super thrilled, so keep an eye on your email. All right, so I'm very excited today for our guest because – the big question is always about moms growing their business and how can a mom grow a business, balance marriage, balance her own life, balance having kids, the house, and whatever else she's doing and still be able to be successful. And so I'm really excited to have Maris Russell on tonight, who's a Young Living Platinum. And she's been in Young Living for quite a while, um, and she's been doing her thing. And what I'm most impressed with is that she's been going and just steady going along and building her business so that she can have her family with, of seven kids <laughs> and be able to do their passion you know, with music and, and support them, but also be able to be an entrepreneur. I mean, really, you're a boss mom, right? And uh, yeah. you're, no matter how you look at it, <laughs> yeah. so you're able – it's true. It's, it's so true. And so you've been in Young Living since two, or, uh, I can't even talk, 2009 – I was going to say 1999, but I'm like, that would be a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. But since 2009, will you be going? Is that your anniversary? It's 2009, correct? Yes. My birthday, October 20th, was my ninth year. Yes, your ninth year. It's, doesn't the time go fast? It really does. It's hard to believe it's been that long. Oh, it is so long. So how did Young Living come into your life? Well, it's kind of interesting because I, I actually had exposure to Young Living earlier than that because I was on a health journey and doing herbs 
taking, getting an herbology degree, um, just trying to get healthy for myself. And um, my story is kind of a whole nother phone call, really. But in a nutshell, I have um, eczema from childhood, and I just couldn't figure out how to um, get, I just wasn't getting better. I could not get off the topical steroids that I was having to manage that with. And I was studying all kinds of nutrition and herbs and homeopathics and um, chiropractic and doing all kinds of natural things. And I did, I was introduced to essential oils a little bit during that time, but I just, it was one of those things I shelved. I didn't know many people that did it, and I, I just, you know, was kind of on a back burner. Um, but in 2009, still working on my health, and I had a daughter that was having some respiratory issues that the herbs um, weren't really helping her as much as they had helped so many of our, the other things in our family. So I went to a class, and Deborah Rayburn was teaching, and it was cold and flu, and she just did an amazing job. I just took voracious notes through the class and went ahead and got my kit and just started using the RC on my daughter, and it just was tremendous respiratory support for her. Um, immediately, we be, she just began to feel better. And mm. so um, I started digging out some of those other oils out of my kit. What else could these be used for? And uh, my husband had some wonderful things with him and my children and just started seeing, you know, herbs are great and I had lots of tinctures and I knew how to make them and, um, but they didn't always love choking that stuff down and the essential oils <laughs> were much easier to use with them and the touch, the loving touch that goes into applying essential oils on um, children is I think part of the healing therapy too. And so I, I loved that, and I just started digging in. And, and to be honest, our, I was not, you know, not going to do the business, as so many of us say when we, when we talk about getting started. And um, I just started digging in educational materials and um, going to classes. And we had a great group in terms of just education. So many of us were already interested in fermented foods and, raw milk and all these kind of crazy um, things to, to most of our friends. And so we were just really learning a lot about the essential oils. But in the meantime, I had an organic buying club. And within a month, I invited those people over and had a class of 30-plus people there. Oh, my who, gosh. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny because we were all so green, even, even my amazing leaders. I mean, we started the first class that I introduced people to the oils with, uh, Raindrop, Vitaflex, and uh, Biblical Oil. So it was like, let's just get the fire hose and just, you know, throw it at everybody. <laughs> but uh, so many of us were already on a health journey, and we just soaked it up, and I immediately had a, I had a check coming in every month. So um, that was amazing. But as I talked to you about, strategically, I did not do a great job of learning the business plan. And it was a little bit different then. I can't remember, Jen. Yep. Did it change in 2011, 2013? I can't remember when. Yeah, we had some tweaks to some bonuses and things like that. Some of the the rank things were changed because we had – it was a very hard plan where mm -hmm. we were ranking based off of ranks below us. And that was very, 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 very difficult to rank. And then when right. they shifted the plan more to OGV um, in different legs, that super helped. 
Yes. Super, super and I have helpful. to say my my upline, uh, not my direct leaders, but way back, it were, were teaching Build Wide and Support Deep, but I, I mean, I just wasn't clued into any of that, and I kind of just put all the people that I enrolled and all, you know, just encouraged my people to enroll people from my party, sponsor them. So I had this, just everybody in one leg for, you know, several months before I even started putting anybody else on my front line. So that was, you know, a mistake on my part. But, mm. um, you know, things work out, and it's been a blessing to so many of us, and we've all been able to work together, and, and um, it's been a really fun journey with so many of my friends to be a part of that together. Well, you have a lot of OGV, probably. <laughs> well, you know, it's because of amazing people that join your team, and I have some mm. incredible leaders on my team that are have done the business much faster and much more um, full-time than I have, and um, you know, I have Royal Crown Diamonds on my team. So that's mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about this business is that you can outrank your upline, and yeah. uh, it isn't a true pyramid or you know, pyramid scheme, I should say. Yeah, um, people always so say that. that. Funny. <laughs> uh-huh. That would not be the case. And so, I, yes, I've been very blessed with not only just OGV, but also leaders below me that have taught me a lot about the business and about the business plan because we were so focused on just teaching classes and raindrop and um, more about the education of how the oils worked. Mm. And when did you actually kick off the business part? Like when did it really like click for you? I, you know, I know you were product and you were, you were casually sharing, but when was it like, you know, like that moment where you're like, whoa, this is, this is something. Like, right. I, what a, wow, you know, that kind of – we all have that moment, I think. <laughs> uh-huh, sure. Well, it was interesting because we moved about six months after I joined. And so at that point, I had on my third level someone that I had enrolled, but I had placed her three levels below me under other friends, she, LaDonna Beals, took off and started teaching classes and enrolling like crazy. And she was doing, she had had such a tremendous testimony with the raindrop that she was teaching raindrop like crazy. And so mm-hmm. she started teaching me about the business and kind of kicking my rear in gear. And uh, so I've, I've just been so blessed by, by her and her team. And um, so that was kind of my aha moment when I'm getting these checks and I'm not doing the work for, you know, LaDonna's down there doing the work. And so we began to have uh, more and more talk about the business, and I began to dig out that comp plan and look over it and start um, learning what I needed to do. And that's when I had my first class in that first year after we moved. Um, it takes a little while, you know, to get settled and meet people, but I had a class with someone who um, enrolled and then enrolled a friend who began to enroll other people, and that was my second leg. And then my mom joined me during that time, and so I had three uh, frontline people and then just started building those teams and then continuing to enroll on my frontline and then strategically placing people within those groups as well. Okay. And I was going to ask you something. I, we'll talk about the mom stuff here in a second, but I had such a huge question to ask you, and I'm like, oh, what's that question? It was something about... Oh, I don't even know. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. So, you know, we, we're from the land of time before compliance hit. Yes. So how were you able, <laughs> right? So how were you able to shift 
you know, when that came about where we had to really tighten up and, you know, be actually the way we should always have been. Um, right. Did right. that affect your team, and how did you, how did you make that transition, you know, because you were, I'm, I'm assuming you were building at that point. Um, yes. How, well, did that, how did that all go down? One of my very insightful leaders, Catherine Rett, said she's the first one that started a Facebook group early on, and we kept saying, why are you starting a Facebook group? We have an email loop. That's fine. That's working. She starts this Facebook group, and it took off. And I mean, we're just telling people how to put the oils on, what to do, yep. what they're for, what they're curing, you know, all of this noncompliant information. And I mean, we were busting at the seams because people were excited to be a part of just being told exactly what to do and how to do it and putting their friends on there. And then all of a sudden, you know, they, they put the brakes on. And I can remember in Oklahoma City, Gary and Mary were there teaching. And Gary was, it was just starting to really come down. And, and it was so cute to watch them because Gary would be up there talking and Mary would stand up and she'd look at him and she'd say, Gary, can't say that. Yeah, it was so said, funny. Oh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> and so anyway, he, you know, they did that several times through the conversation. And to be honest, several of us were, were very upset about it at first, trying to figure out how we could keep doing what we were doing and, and get around mm-hmm. the rules. And the mm-hmm. more that we begin to embrace the fact that that's really not our job and we're not empowering people to take care of themselves when we're just kind of spoon-feeding them what to do. Totally. Um, Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, but it was a real shift, and it, and a lot of the, my uh, members and leaders were very disheartened. Some of them quit teaching because they didn't know how to teach a class. But then we had people like Courtney Kreitz who got started right after the comp plan and all that. Some of those things are changing, and I mean, she just started teaching compliant classes. Her group started teaching. I mean, she had people under her doing it, excited about it, doing it well. And we just followed their lead, too, and kind of took up that mantra of, well, you know, what is our job and how can we best equip people to take care of themselves? Mm, It's so incredibly true. You know, I think the best thing, I, I think it's so interesting if we look at when Young Living really started trending in hyper growth, right, you know, that momentum started, you know, 2013, 2014 is when it was really starting to boil, but then the compliance thing happened, but in Young Living keeps growing more and more and more because I believe it's because of what you're saying. You know, people are becoming more empowered. We're showing them how to get the answers, how they can educate themselves. And we're also focusing on the lifestyle more importantly than, in my opinion, than chasing symptoms or things yes. going on in people. I mean, that's so reactive. It's so not proactive. It's more, yeah, and it was totally time. Yes, it was very, very time-consuming to be kind of, you know, out there beck and call. Um, and, mm. and we were trying to, to send people to the resources that they had, that, you know, the books and things that they could look up some of these things themselves, that it was so much easier to get on there and say, hey, what do you do for this? What do you do for that? Oh, totally. Yes, 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 and yes, and on all <laughs> that. And so you have... You have quite the troop. Um, you've got seven kids raging in – how old's your youngest? He just turned 11. Just turned 11 in your – Yeah. How old oldest is he? is 24. Okay, yeah, gentle boy, right? Yes. I have five yes, boys, I saw this. two girls in the middle. 
the two girls in the middle. <laughs> Maris makes boys, lots of boys. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and your family is musically orientated, correct? Do you play an instrument? Because I've seen your pictures, but I don't see you doing anything. I don't. Um, my husband, I enjoyed singing with him early on. He played the guitar, and he would sing some worship music, and I would accompany him because he was very nervous on stage by himself. And so I maybe play a little drum. And then slowly the boys were learning Suzuki violin, and they would just slowly kind of make their way up there. And pretty soon I felt like, I, you know what, they don't need me up here anymore, and I, and I need someone to kind of just keep managing what we're doing at this point. So it was a slow fade. <laughs> I think that's funny. Are all the kids doing music in the band? Well, they have all participated at some point. Uh, we kind of, our, our philosophy as homeschoolers, we thought, you know, you, you don't tell your children not to read because they're not going to be writers. You don't tell your children not to learn mm-hmm. math because they're mm-hmm. not going to be mathematicians. And we really think music is a valuable tool. I wish I had learned an instrument. And we just, we just made that part of school. And for, the, for my convenience, we just took everyone to one teacher and one instrument, and that was the violin. So they all learned violin, and we kind of just decided, will everybody will at least get to some level of proficiency, and if they decide they don't want to do it, then they can move on to something different. But they all really enjoyed it, and we began to find lots of fun ways to do music together. We would go to an Irish retreat, uh, music retreat, every October and loved that and started playing more Irish music. And then we moved here about nine years ago, shortly after I joined Young Living, and there's a big bluegrass uh, moving here, mm-hmm. and so we have have kind of merged our Irish and our bluegrass music together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, so my oldest son is teaching music and performing, but he's kind of doing his own thing and playing with different people. My second son is getting married in June, and he just retired from the band, but he steps in with us every once in a while. And my 19-year-old actually spent this week doing sound for another band that we um, know very well. And he has his own little uh, audio engineering studio. He hopes to do some of that and, and some performing. And then he kind of runs the show with the other four. And uh, Brian steps in and plays some with him as well. Yeah. And, and you... You, your family travels, don't they, with the with the band playing music? I know they also you can hire them as well, but did you, are there also competitions? And so this is a thing where you're kind of going around quite a bit, right? Um, it's kind of been seasons of life depending on what's going on because we also have a hobby farm with milk cows and chickens and um, garden and permaculture going on. But um, we do travel and we do. Oh, I mean, we've been to, to Minnesota and North Dakota, and we do a lot in Missouri and Texas, done some things in Arkansas and all over in Oklahoma. And so that has been something I've had to choose. Okay, so I can't travel and do everything I want to with Young Living because we're already traveling a lot. And there's mm-hmm. just, when we're home, I, I need to be home more. So I, I have had to say no to some of the things that I would have enjoyed doing and probably could have grown my business a little faster. Um, but it just chose the season of life to be home more. So how do you balance, especially when things are busy, you know, and you've got, I mean, you easily could say, oh, 
I'm too busy. I got all these kids where they got their thing. I'm homeschooling. We're traveling with the music. We're da-da-da, my husband. What, like, did, have you ever gotten caught in that or, or in how did you work through it? Or has that always been, you just had a different mindset about that? Um, I'm definitely, like you said at the beginning of the call, I mean, I've had all three of those things be red flags in my own, you know, business. Um, and one of those is certainly personal growth, which I, you know, I've taken some time where I've spent more time on that than I maybe have teaching classes or enrolling or, um, mm-hmm. I listened to your calls a lot over the years and, and a lot <laughs> of the people you've interviewed, um, but I've always been interested in it. I've always loved it, and I've always felt like I needed something for me, you know, that I that was just for me and not just something for the family. And and Brian's always been very good about um, letting me have have that interest. And and of course, as the checks started getting bigger, that was a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I don't know. I've always I've never stopped incorporating it in my life, but we've had times where I've, I've spent more time on the business and other times where we're so busy I've had to pull back as well. What are some of the main things I got that you consistently do? Because, like you said, there's going to be seasons of, okay, I can go do more classes and, you know, and follow-ups or my one-on-ones or whatever, and then there's times where you're like, right. okay, we need to be like. So what are the things you're like, without a doubt, you're just absolutely, without a doubt, consistently doing no matter what time schedule you've got a lot or a little bit sure um you know when i first started my oldest was still at home and my youngest was two and they were really (laughs) a lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i might do you know one class a month um but i was every day at that point i was getting on facebook and spending a couple of hours just um really teaching and equipping on there, not like it doesn't look the same as it did, but at that point there was a lot of interaction going on. And I just had to manage my time well. And I don't do that naturally well at all. That's one of the areas I've really had to do some um, self-improvement. And, you know, there's some great things out there. Managers of their homes is one a lot of homeschoolers use, but it's, you're structuring every half hour of your day. And I've learned I'm not that kind of person. If you think about the colors, if anybody knows about the colors, I'm more of a blue. I'm not a green. I'm not very organized. And so I've had to learn to just do a flexible schedule and know that, okay, this two hours I'm going to try to be focused on calling people, um, and, you know, putting letters together, sending out samples, touching base with people, planning my classes, whatever I know that I need to kind of work into that time. And then I just have to stop, and then I know I'm going to be doing laundry here in between that and thinking about the meal and making sure that the kids are, are busy during that two hours doing something where they don't need my attention. Mm-hmm. And that can be hard when they're little, but you can yeah. still have them, you know, have, and, and we've had to um, make sure that they know how to do follow through and do something, even if it's for 10 or 20 minutes, I'd like for you to sit and play and, and do this thing, or you're going to work on puzzles, or you're going to listen to this audio book while you play with Legos, or whatever it is, um, if they're not old enough to, to be doing school during that time. So if you if you worked with, especially, I've got so many questions, because I, this is <laughs> something that I've had, you know, like there's just so many things going on in my mind, where, you know, mom's 
they seem to get really, um, I guess you'd say, instead of, I'm trying to find the right words, they let the whole house run them, and they never make that time for themselves to do either self-care or even run their business, which is, in my opinion, a way of caring for oneself to take care of right. something that belongs to you and not, like you said, about, you know, this is your thing, right, and your husband supported uh-huh. that. Um, how Have you had that in your team where you've had to work, coach women through that, moms through that, or even sometimes even having a mental conversation with yourself on how to move through the, the busyness of life that is keeping someone really paralyzed um, and they think yeah, they can't do it? Yeah, and I have found that people have to really be ready. They just have to be mm-hmm. ready to make those choices because there's a lot of tools out there that can help you. There's so many books, so many systems. You know, Danny Johnson has some good stuff. There's lots of things in the homeschool movement. There's a book I, I read called Large Family Logistics, and I learned so oh, much. Oh, nice. Yeah, Four Loads of Laundry Before Four was one of those that still sticks with me today. I mean, I get up and make sure there's a load of laundry going, and then I sit down, and if I want to read or have <laughs> my, you know, my reading quiet time, it, you know, that load of laundry is usually in first. Um, and, and they had, you know, that book talked about designating a day for going to town and getting all your stuff done and cooking up things and having them more meals ready or pieces of meals. You've got, you know, chickens or today I cooked, I threw two chickens in the oven and I deboned them and they're in the refrigerator ready to use for meals. A lot of those tools I've learned along the way that you really have to be, you just have to be ready to not just read it but actually do it. And I've had seasons where I've read it and I knew a lot of things, but I didn't necessarily follow through. And it was, you know, it was definitely some baby steps for me where I did this, I added this thing and I was doing it well. And I added in another thing and I did it well. And, you know, it, it organization was definitely something I've had to learn. <laughs> I think about, um, uh, I, yeah, I think about that. I can't even. I can barely take care of myself, let alone having so many kids. I, I, I admire my sister and like people like you, and that they can make, just keep going and doing things. So you said the name of that they book come, was. They do large, come one at a time. Yeah, they come one, but they accumulate. <laughs> <laughs> they, they accumulate, and and you said the name of that book was Large Family Logistics. In case if anybody yes. wanted to get that. Okay, that sounds like it would be really helpful um, for some people. Just, I don't think in, in our culture we're not taught how to manage our time, in period, like end of story, you know. I think that's right. It's like how, how, do I, how do I manage my time to get things done? You know, we're just kind of like just figure it out, you know, and if we have a little guidance or a little mentor it can be helpful to help us through that. Well, and I'm very, I'm very easily distracted. I always think of that book, if you give a mouse a cookie and then it takes him on like this whole string of things and then he kind of <laughs> comes back to get the milk at the end because, you know, but he's done all. And that's kind of how I find myself. And I really have to tell myself, stop and go back to what you were doing and finish it, complete that job, and then, you know, come back to this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, question, how... Um, how have you done most of your meeting people? Have you done it through warm market as you travel, doing vendor events? How have you kept sowing seeds to meet more people? Um, I'm a very social person, so I do enjoy. I really enjoy getting out and meeting people, and I have a lot of circles that I, um, you know, cross, some of them cross over and. 
that we have lots of music friends, and we have homeschool friends. We have um, the people in the community. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been just um, kind of a very organic flow and part of my life. And quite honestly, some of the people in my, um, in my, some of my leaders aren't great enrollers, but they're wonderful equippers. And um, mm. I have two leaders that they're amazing. They both really take care of their people, and, and I've placed members under them, but they always follow through. They check their VO, and they make sure people aren't missing many missers, as they would call it, in, in oily tools, or they're not missing commissions. They're not missing promo items. They're, they know about the classes that we have. Um, I have one gal that's not on social media. She can probably do five to ten hours a week. She's she's a homeschool mom, and she works 32 hours um, for a company on her computer at home. And she does a newsletter, kind of like you talk, I've heard you talk about earlier in in your business, where you did the the um, the newsletters for people. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh, um, cut out anyway. there. There you are. Yes, I'm sorry. My husband was trying to call through for a second. Oh, but, <laughs> dude, I'm on a call. <laughs> yeah, not a good time. Um, so anyway, that's been really wonderful to have some of those other personalities that aren't, maybe they're not as good at enrolling, but they're wonderful at helping educate their members and and then helping their members who are good enrollers to, to keep doing that as well and build their teams. So do they, um, you know, is it, what are some of the, I, I think this is such a good idea because we, we don't always have to be everything to everybody all the time. And right. if, if, isn't that a relief? <laughs> yes, yes. Thank goodness. And so what are some of the, you know, your team people that pop out in your head? Like how have you kind of, give delegated things or or they've stepped up maybe even into different roles. Okay, you've got your Facebook, you know, person that's handling that and you got people mm-hmm. that follow up and love on people. What are some of the other things? Because I that I believe is truly what makes a team versus everybody trying to do everything themselves all the time. Right. Well for instance, um for sure on Facebook I have leaders that pop in and comment and post and tag and support. And you know with you know, I know you know with with uh, Facebook, all the algorithms that have changed have made it so difficult to drive people to your, you know, for them to see in their newsfeed what's going on in these these Facebook groups that are rich with information, and so they've done a lot of helping support the um, the more that the post has been commented on, like people tagged mm-hmm. in it, the more people are seeing that information. So they're all really good about that. I, um, my best friend, who is, um, she didn't. She was one of the first people that enrolled with me. She helps in Western Oklahoma. If I'm not living in Western Oklahoma anymore, she does so much support there. And she and Ladonna, Ladonna is, you know, her second level or her first level, I guess. Um, she and Ladonna work together, and they um, put the rally together on in Western Oklahoma. So they're doing that without my support at all, and they do a fabulous job with that. Um, and then I have my mom and uh, my leader that I was referring to here that only has five or ten hours a week. The three of us do monthly classes together, and my mom, we have it at her house, and she's a great hostess, 
and she always has all of the food ready, and you know, always invi- you know invites her team. And then Anne will have uh, she sends out the newsletter. She sends out a text to everybody local to let them know. She puts great graphics together. Uh, she calls me at the end of the month and says, "Okay, what dates are we going to do the classes?" And makes sure I'm you know I probably would let that go and not be on top of that like she is. Oh, that's awesome. And and so we plan our classes for the whole year. And then we get it on the calendar for the month, and then then we plan have kind of have a little meeting, just via texting back and forth, when to do it and what we're doing and who's bringing what. And we team taught a real fun class on hormones, and my mom talked about menopause years, and I talked about the teen years, and she's ten years younger than I am, and she talked more about oils with young children. So we've done some fun things like that, and taking turn teaching so that it's not you know you don't have that burden every single month either. So mm-hmm. I love working together with other women. It's more fun and it's more efficient as well. Absolutely. It makes it so much more um, team-like. You know, I mean, this is, a, this is a business where we are all independent, but it's also, um, how do you want to say this? It's also when we come together and, and we help, with that type of thing, it's really it's really helpful. <laughs> it, it really is. It's like delegating out jobs instead of trying to each person create their own universe. Um, it, it it really is better, and, and it really is more fun. I look forward to being there with them and you know their teams as well. Well, and it's also too. I think it would be I imagine helpful for you with and any mom trying to juggle life and trying to make everything happen and fit and work and no balls got dropped, at least not that often, where if you knew, okay, I do this, this person does that, that person does this, like you kind of have your checks and balances versus trying to do it all. So if moms kind of got together with their posse, you know, their team or people or potential team members and said, hey, you know, what do you want to do? What do you love to do? What do you love to do? (laughs) Right. Right. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's super. And one thing, Anne lives close enough that we actually co-op our homeschool. So she does an hour with the children one day on one subject, and I have, and with our younger children, and I have them an hour during the day. So we each have an hour of quiet time where the younger children are with the other mom. And that's not always been a part of my life, and I know it's not always um, a luxury that every homeschool mom can have, but that's been a huge blessing too. And and how have you handled the end of the month rushes? Um, I don't know if you rush it or not. Some people do. Some people some people don't. But we're okay. Is it like, honey, you know, hold down the fort for a day or two, or or how? If you had to do that, I'm curious. You know, I I really haven't had. I mean, definitely busier, obviously, and there's definitely days where I'm I have a lot of interruptions. But I have such great team leaders that. I, I haven't had just the, the lion's share of that. It really is um, kind of smoothed out between us. And sometimes if I if I sent out an email about, you know, inactive accounts going inactive or essential rewards not processing and people are contacting me, I do direct them to their leaders. And mm-hmm. instead of trying to do all of that myself and just let them know if they have any problems, um, I can help them. But usually they can take care of it. And then they... They have that relationship with their leader instead of feeling like, you know, I don't, I don't want to be the expert on everything. I don't have time. 
and I want the, their leaders to feel like they are not taking that job away from them either. You know, that was super important. I hope you guys heard that, <laughs> where, she's, where you said uh, you guide them back to their leaders versus trying to, to do it all. I mean, easily, couldn't you? I mean, you could easily say, oh, I'll take care of it, but, you know, empowering right. people back to their leaders or even back to corporate. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I think has to be brought back to corporate. I, I've known from my own team, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, you know, call corporate. Well, we don't you know, have all the answers, right? No, I thank goodness. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even I can't even imagine. So, you know, when you initially started and you were like you, you kind of putting people everywhere and weren't structuring and stuff, did you really start to um when I guess was it when that pl- the comp plan changed that you said, oh, my gosh, i got to structure this way? Or how did you, what were some of the, if you could have done it differently from the beginning, what would you have done? Like well, I, honestly, that's what I remember. And I'm sure, you know, sometimes it's, hey, I'm, I can be a, a thick gold person and not hear things <laughs> like when I should have. But I remember the first time I really thought about it was when I read Terry Seacrest's book. Um, wow, have you Terry. ever read that book? How to be a yeah, networking, so awesome. marketing. How to be. I wrote this down because I was thinking about it. How to be a stunning success in network marketing, and you know, mm-hmm. she's got a lot of great stuff in there. Um, and this is one of many, many books I've read. But I remember when I read that, she taught. She called it strategic stacking, I think. And it was the mm-hmm. first time I thought, you know, because I'd always heard, "Don't stack, don't stack. It's bad to stack." So it's kind of like I went from stacking everybody in my one group to trying to do all these front lines. And then I read her thing, and she was saying, really, you want to have help develop team leaders. You don't want to give people to someone that is not going to support that team. But I, I really do have great team leaders. And so, you know, if you can find somebody that does really well with one of your leaders, it, it's beneficial to them, and it's beneficial to you because you having a very wide team with no depth you miss out on so many of the bonuses that the comp plan yes. makes available. Yes. Yeah, so we have I incredible would, uh, plan. Go ahead. No, finish your thought. No, I was going to say, we have an incredible comp plan. I mean, it pays <laughs> at the beginning uh, all the way to the top ranks. I mean, it's so incredibly generous. So go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. It there. really is. It really is, and it's very well planned out, especially with the rising bonus because – Rising star bonus. If you know, if you can help your leaders begin to be successful quickly by having, you know, some people wide, and then those people having some depth and just continuing to grow like that. Um, if you really follow that rising star bonus plan, um, they'll be successful right away. And I, that's that's kind of what I follow and encourage people to try to do is, you know, try to build at least six to ten people wide. Yes. and really start supporting those leaders and don't feel like you have to put, you know, oh, I can't put anybody in under anyone until I'm six to ten feet wide. If you've got two people that go together very well, then, you know, just go with your gut. And you never know what's going to happen. I, no. I think <laughs> one of the surprises and the amazing parts of network marketing is that you're successful when you have people that you've never met under somebody that you enrolled or somebody that they enrolled and they enrolled and they enrolled that really gets it and and takes off. One of my leaders is 
a friend of a friend, and she's a very good friend of mine now because we work together, and she, her enroller is not in a season of life to really do the business right now, but she is, and she's amazing. So, um, and uh, I have a dear friend because of this, you know, many, many dear friends, but she's one of my dear friends because of this business, and I had nothing to do with enrolling her. I didn't even know her, so. Mm. I, I like how you explained getting started, you know, getting in, in building to that rising star bonus because that sets us up for all the ranks and achieving through the ranks and, you know, being, being, having that foundation where you have, um, you know, the, the solidness in a, in a map to go. I mean, that's why that was created is, is to focus right. on, is focusing on that and people can then, get some money in their pocket. <laughs> right. right. And it really helps them that, that first two years when you can, you can get that bonus until you start to rank up to silver. It, it really is very helpful. Mm. I, I, really, I really like that. And so when you do your out and about, you know, you're socializing and you're, um, you know, you're, you're traveling and things like that, are there any specific ways, I mean, you know, you're talking to people. How do you bring up Young Living so that you're not, like, making no friends? Like, they're not like, oh, Maris, right. you know, she's right. an oily crazy. Watch out for that lady. <laughs> yes. Well, um, again, I think it's just a very organic process, and I'm definitely not one to, to meet somebody and get them signed up quickly, but mm-hmm. I have a lot of people in my organization that I've met through singing music around the country or um, through old college friends that I've reconnected with, different things like that. And I usually, they, I just share, you know, if you listen to people and you have conversations, at some point they're going to share a need that they have in the health and yes. wellness areas. And it's just inevitable. And so, you know, sharing not just the, the oil that will help with that, but also nutritional health and emotional support and anything that, that I feel like, I mean, I love that. It's, that's a passion. I would not have stuck with Young Living this long if it was just a product I was trying to sell. And so uh, it's just a natural part of what I, what I love and what I want to share with people anyway. So, you know, I'll, I'll share that. And if I have a sample of an oil, I'll give it to them or I'll send it to them later and then just, you know, follow up and I'll, I'll connect with them on Facebook or, or get a, a text or an email and say, hey, can I, you know, can I connect with you this way? Sure. And um, I'll touch back with you later and see how that how that did for you, and then you know it just continue the conversation and the friendship. And sometimes it become they become a member, and it's a really fun thing because then you get to spend more time with them that way. Because um, we know that we we spend more time with people that we're in circles with, and um, yeah. that's just a natural part of life. And so um, some of them don't, and some of them already have met someone that does oils, and I'll direct them back to that person. And I have some really good friends I've met that I did a lot of the introduction, but they knew someone. And I always let them know I'd love to have you on my team, and we have amazing support and education, and I'd love to help you. But if you know, you know, if you want to do this with your friend or your aunt or your cousin, then, you know, you do what you feel right doing. Mm. Absolutely. You know, and I was going to ask you, do you do you bring up the business or do you let it organically come up or how how do people in your team kind of transition? You know, what what uh, viewpoint do you take that? 
You know, that's probably one of my weak areas, honestly. Um, I'm trying to do better with that. I, obviously, I have a you know, business Facebook group that I let people know about and can filter them in. And um, I probably do a little bit better with people I enroll directly. I'm not as good at teaching my team to be good at that. So a lot of people seem to kind of fall through the cracks and not always get the tools they need. In the time, I think it's really important that they, you're building momentum early. And if you don't, a lot of times people don't open their kit. They, they lose interest. And then the business is the last thing on their mind. So um, I, I do try to you know, let people know that for sure they can start paying for their oils if they want to share with some friends and if I'm local and can do a class or can help them with teaching their own class or doing something online. But, um, but yeah, that's still, I mean, we all have areas we have to work on and that's totally one I am, that's not my strength. You know, and yet and, I have and, tons of leaders. <laughs> right. Well, that's, you know, and, and that's, that's what rounds out a team, you know. I mean, in Young Living, it's, it's, it's so... Um, it's so interesting because there are people that lead forward with the business and some people lead forward with the product and some lead forward with lifestyle and some lead forward with homeschool and some, you know, I mean, it's just, uh-huh. we all have our thing that we can do and it works, <laughs> you know. Right, right. <laughs> oh, it's just too funny. Um, so are, what season are you in right now? Are you in a building season right now or are you in a, you know, a, a getting through the holiday or through, what, what season are you in right now with your business? Well, it's interesting because with my second oldest son retiring from the band, and I do have a daughter that's got a couple of surgeries coming up, we had to scale back on a lot of our music uh, traveling schedule, and um, which also, when we're traveling, we also have a lot of practicing and things to do that just require more, it's just busier at home. And right now, things are a little bit slower, and so I've been putting some extra time into the business, and I had a conversation with you about, um, mm-hmm. you know, Facebook ads and some things that I could do with that, and so I've been kind of seeking out what are some things that I could do, some of the tools that I could use better to be more efficient, to kind of get around some of the things on Facebook that make it difficult to communicate in groups, things like that. Um, so I, I have been spending more time on that. I told you that, you know, my one of the things, unfortunately, that we do see happen is that one of my leaders stopped teaching. And so her mm. group really, and, and she, you know, did, was doing a great job and didn't need my help at all, and she's a fantastic leader. And so I didn't connect with her people as well as much as I had with maybe other groups. Um, and they were very dependent on her as well. And so when she mm. stopped teaching, um, I kind of lost the, that group's strength. And so I went from looking to my diamond, you know, to building my diamond leg to kind of building up another platinum leg and um, still continuing to support that group that I've been trying to find some way. How could I maybe help grow that group as well? And the leader is still a very good friend, and she may want to take up that again at some point, but it's not the season of life for her, and I understand that. So, um, you know, just kind of, I'm, I'm in a learning, growing phase. And building as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting too because that does happen where things just change for people, you know. And 
mm-hmm. and that's part of the unexpected, but this is a business of people and humans, and you know, it's always good to have an extra leg or two <laughs> where we can right. have some of right. that forgiving, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, and there's times we're in and we're out. I mean, there's been twice I had to step away for a couple of years at a time. And wow. thank goodness mm-hmm. for residual income, you know. Oh, I goodness. Mean, you know, Young Living was there at, at a time, at two times where I had to, like, really step away. And, you know, you do your thing to maintain, you know, some of the basics. And then over time, you, you know, then you can come back and, and build again. And a lot of people that I've known throughout the time is, you know, they'll – they'll do like um they'll do runs you know they'll go for a rank and then they'll hang there and then they'll go for a rank and then they'll hang there a little bit they don't always not everybody some people just build and just keep going till they get to where they uh-huh. want to go and then some people have their seasons right right and mm-hmm. uh getting that momentum back though sometimes is challenging <laughs> it know. is and i you know i haven't really done the hustle thing i have i have friends and leaders below me that have hustled hard and grown and then they have to sit back and relax, and then they'll do that hustle. And mine has definitely not looked like that because um, I haven't had felt like I could take that much time away from my family to do that. But I've been, I also haven't been as ambitious to do that as quickly. I, I knew one of the things that Deborah Rayburn said is the only way that you can fail this business is to stop. And like right. you said, consistency is the most important part. And that's something that I have done pretty well is mm-hmm. just consistently uh, stay connected with my group, continue to learn about oils, about the business, and share that. And um, and I love it. So it ha- that part hasn't been hard. That's, that's exactly right. And consistently consistent in whatever you can do. I mean, Mm-hmm. Sometimes I people I think get caught. Oh, you know I'm super busy, so they don't do anything for a while. But right. if it's just a little bit, you know, like if you can only give five hours in a week, you know, give that five hours every week, you know, versus trying right. to snip, you know, you know, I, you know what I'm talking about. I'm just yeah, people absolutely. that are listening. <laughs> it's so and then true. It, go ahead. You do lose some credibility sometimes with your people when you're invisible and you lose momentum. And so it's good to just have that, you know, continue to be present and available as much as you can and, and let people know what you what you can do and what you can't do. Mm, totally. And that goes back to even what you said earlier is that, you know, having everybody do the thing that they can to help with the group and, work with that, um, there's going to be people that are enrolling machines, and, but right. they may be horrible at follow-up and, and you know, sticky, mm-hmm. you know, helping people stick. Right. And then there are going to be people that are awesome on Facebook when others would never even dream to even like doing that. I mean, you know, it's right. like, yeah. you know, it's so funny. Yeah, my yellows that are, you know, great at massage therapy and raindrops, they don't want to be on Facebook. They want to be out touching people helping people, you know, one by one by one by one, that we can get their people plugged into our Facebook systems and getting educated while they keep going out and doing what they do so well, which is something I don't do well. And and I'm so thankful that there are people that do just want to heal, be healers, you know. Yeah, that is can totally I say that on here? right. <laughs> what did you say? I said, can I say that on here? <laughs> Yeah, we can't. I mean, you know, there's, that's one of the things that even um, 
Oh my gosh, I'm totally <laughs> I'm totally flaking out. Jared Turner. I'm like I just totally like oh, got yeah. it, my, he even said that at convention, you know, that's what this company is about, you know, is it, going back to even saying the word healer is that that's what it was founded on, you know, and helping people yeah. get well in every area of their life, not just not just health, but financially healthy and um, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff that goes with it, you know, emotionally healthy and boundaries healthy and whatever else, right? You know, their pets having health and children and, you know, that's, we're like little beacons and either people want it or they don't. I mean, that's totally cool, but we're here to help them. So that is so incredibly true and and true and true. So, well, we're wrapping up here towards the top of the hour. It always goes so fast. Um, Is there anything you'd... I know it just goes like poof, you know, right, right away. Is there anything that you would like to leave everybody with, so that um, you, you know, anything on your heart that you want to leave them with for this time of year or their business or anything you feel encouraged to, uh, or do you want to say to encourage them? Well, probably what I would say, and this is maybe not, um, you know, I know this is a training call, but what I would say is make sure your priorities are correct. I mean, building the business, it's amazing. And I've seen some people make incredible amounts of money in a very short amount of time and not be present for their families. And I've seen some people do that, do that quickly and well and still be, keep that balance. Um, usually the husband is able to help out when that happens. But, you know, don't be in a hurry. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your children. Enjoy whatever you're doing. Your horses, I mean, you have you know, such a rich um, part of your life in, in your horses and whatever you love, the people that you love, don't don't neglect that to just be in this race to get to the top and know that you can do it slowly and um, and enjoy it along the way too. Yes, there's no no fun in being part of the divorced Young Living Distributor Club because you ran oh. your business the wrong way. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, or you turn around yeah. and your children are grown up and you didn't get to, to spend the time with them. So. Absolutely, or you lose your health. I mean, that I've seen that happen oh. too where people, mm-hmm. they they get so far and then they're just, they hit the wall and they they totally fry. I've been there. I mean, I've hit the wall and, and burned out horribly so just trying to yeah. push and push and push and push and, yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't oh it doesn't not work <laughs> in the story it does not mm-hmm. work <laughs> yeah how, how I not agree. Did you, 101 <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'll be like what mistakes on. i've made yeah. go ahead <laughs> i was saying i could write a book on some things not to for sure <laughs> oh gosh you know listen to our words of wisdom do not repeat <laughs> <laughs> do not repeat oh. Oh my gosh, it's good. Well, thank you so much. I'm gonna. Um, you're oh, you're thank you, very Jen. very helpful. Yeah, it was great. Um, let me go ahead and open the line so everybody could say goodnight to you. So hang on, everybody. Let's oh, okay. let's open these. Yeah, it's. I love this. is my favorite part actually. So hold on, I'm <laughs> mute. Uh, thank you. There we go. Thank goodnight, you. everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you. Awesome. Love you.